This is another episode of Main Corpse. Horror Derbs. Alright, this is uh, this is gonna be fun. We have got a story for you that's going to turn the stomach. Welcome back to Main Corpse. Horror Derbs. Horror Derbs. I did it this time. How exciting. I know. I wanted to do one. And that's why I was like, I looked at, we're sitting here silent and I'm looking at Kelsey like, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. Yeah. Y'all don't even know how many times he's done that to me. And I've just been like, I don't actually remember how we start this podcast. She is the absolute best about just going along with it though. Like she, she never, <laughs> she, if, I, if I'm, if I'm like pointing her out and she just does it and I'm like, okay, cool. We're good. All right. So welcome back to another short. I'm starting to love these. Um, I'm very excited about the one I'm doing today. This I think shorts cool are nice and they're fun and we can talk about stuff that we wouldn't normally talk about because there's not like a whole lot of information on some yeah. things and we don't have half an hour to 45 minutes worth of exactly. stuff. I also like these because all of our listeners who aren't in our immediate area get mm -hmm. to try some stuff with us. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I was thinking, I was thinking maybe when fast food chains do something new. We should add that into our rotation. To our rotation of horror d'oeuvres. I yeah. agree. Um, I'm going to go on a limb and say I want to try the Arby's hamburger. I haven't had one yet. I've been holding off just in case. Oh, so fun fact. Um, Wendy's has a new... Um, nacho thing. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. Nacho, mm -hmm. like loaded nacho burger. And yep. I think that's what made me think maybe we should try doing stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Guys, I tried so hard for the Grimace shake for you guys. I really did. And I could Ugh. not get a hold of one. Yeah, well, I wouldn't have wanted it anyway. I, I know. That's why I was out. trying to do it. Oh, that's the whole reason. Of course. All right. Thank you. I really appreciate that. That's wow. Uh, <laughs> we also uh, the grilled cheese uh, taco that they have. Isn't that what it's called? Like grilled cheese burrito, uh, barrio taco that they have at Taco Bell now? Ooh, I haven't tried that. I haven't tried it yet either. Um, so, yeah, maybe You we guys just got a that. menu for our horror yeah. nerves. If you see one at a fast food restaurant, you're like, I kind of want them to try it. Send it our way. Yeah. Anything you want us to try, send it our way. So today we have another Zaps chip, which I'm, again, they're two for two for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. And this one is spicy Cajun craw taters. And I'm just going to just shut up there and get right into this. All right. I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to my mom for our last two episodes because she found these on a trip oh, and bought them for okay. us. All right. Your mom rules. My mom does rule. I love your All mom. Right, All right. Go. Let's go. Your mom is the reason I can't cuss on this as much as I want to. And I appreciate that because it does make it more <laughs> family friendly. Uh, and here like, I that, am just being the worst. Does that guy have to cuss so much? Come on. Oh, mm. is it going out on a limb to say this is the best one we've had? That's the best of the three we've had. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It is like smoky. You know, you know, when, um, Snyder's had those ridgy, um, hickory smoked barbecue. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. It's that with just a little bit of Cajun thrown in. So good. Oh my God. I miss those. Those were delicious. They were so good. And they right? had so much like dust on them mm -hmm. that it was more dust than potato chip. The bottom of a Snyder's bag is magic. Oh, it truly is. How am I not going to eat these the whole time you're talking? Those are really, Brittany's going to die over these. We can't let her have them. 
I'm so mad that I've got a new favorite chip. That's outrageously good. I wonder if we can find them around here. Um, You know who usually has them? Big Lots. That's such a weird place. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I think Big Lots is the first place I ever tr- I ever got Zaps from. And it was just the regular voodoo that I had from them. That was the first chip I had from Zaps. Okay, are we ready to get into the story no, for today? No, I want to eat the rest of those chips. All right, well, <laughs> we'll get to that here in a minute, because I do have an interesting story today. I hope it's better than the chips. So, Leroy Earl Gorman. Have you ever heard this name before? I don't believe so. Okay. This is going to be one that's going to border on being a full length. It's going to go a little bit longer than our normal shorts, I think. We'll see. Leroy Earl Gorman was a self-made man. He kind of started working his way up the proverbial ladder around age 19 um, in the banking world. And at the time of his death, he was acting as the vice president of the board of directors of the Charleston National Bank. Um, a role that had him running the daily affairs of the whole institution. At the time, um, Charleston National was in the process of incorporating the insolvent First National Bank of South Charleston, a move that Leroy played an integral part in. Okay, but listen, I have to stop you. Are you sure it's not Leroy? It is L-A-R-O-Y. All right. So I'm. it could be Leroy, but that's an odd way to spell Leroy. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I just wanted to make sure. I know. I know. It's L-A-R-O-Y. <laughs> I double-checked it, so don't worry. Um, all right. On the evening of November 12th, 1982, Leroy, L-A-R-O-Y, I think I'm saying it right. If I'm not, his family are going to hold of me too, probably, um, <laughs> arrived at the Steak and L. It was a restaurant in Charleston with his girlfriend around 6 p.m. So they were supposed to meet a colleague at 530, uh, but had been tied up in a meeting with representatives from the Bank of Point Pleasant, which caused him to be late. His colleague left the stake and L around 550, 10 minutes before his arrival. So again, he was supposed to meet them at 530. Mm-hmm. He showed up late. Um, this is back in the day before there were just cell phones where you, you could, could just, just tell people get a hold of everybody. Yeah. So his friend or his colleague waited 20 minutes before leaving um, and left and I 10 think minutes. That's more than fair. Yeah. Was, yeah. I would wait. I, I would give you 30 minutes, but you know, we're yeah. more than just colleagues. You know, we, we kind of do a podcast together. Yeah. So. We're, we're like um, friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You call us friends, I guess. Uh, acquaintances. I'm taking your birthday <laughs> present back. <laughs> Please don't. It's so cool. Um, <laughs> it's so awesome. Uh, I, I won't I won't tell everybody what it is. Maybe I'll just post a picture of how awesome it is. Okay. He gets there at six. His friend is already gone. Mm-hmm. Um, him and his girlfriend entered the restaurant and proceeded to the bar and lounge area mm-hmm. where they were seated at a table in the back corner. He was a creature of habit and the steak and L was uh, one of his favorite establishments that he frequented um, on a regular basis. He knew a lot of the people in the lounge um, that evening and uh, was remembered to have visited with quite a few people. So he was sitting there. He was going from person to person, talking um, to all these different people. Huh? I said, ew. I know. Um, About two hours later, around eight, he and his date exited the steak and L. Leroy opened the passenger side door of the car uh, for his date before proceeding around the vehicle to the driver's side. It was about this time that three gunshots were heard ringing out before the car, which had been backed into a spot next to his car, pilled out of the parking lot. Leroy stood leaning against his vehicle with one arm on the door and one on the roof. He had been struck by all three gunshots, um, twice in the right arm and once directly in his abdomen. So he was for sure the target. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he 
was, again, I want to point this out. He was in the middle of, from what I've read, a rather hostile takeover of an insolvent bank. Okay. And had maybe rattled a few cages um, mm-hmm. along the way. And as he was getting into his car, uh, somebody shot him three times and then took off. And he literally stood there leaning against the hood of his car, shot three times. Leroy downplayed the extent of his injuries. Um, While being interviewed by representatives of the Charleston Police Department, he collapsed onto the pavement. Um, He was taken to the Charleston Area Medical Center Memorial Hospital, where he was in stable condition upon admission. However, the full extent of his injuries were soon revealed. One of the bullets uh, which had struck his arm had hit his elbow, shattering the bone. Um, Another, which had entered through his back, pierced his liver, and had caused massive internal bleeding in his abdomen. So did he downplay it on purpose, or was it he was in shock He was He was relatively famous in the area. I mean, he was kind of a big deal around that area and people knew him and apparently the media immediately flocked to this and he tried to downplay it and kind of keep a strong face which is totally fair Uh uh-huh yep okay so uh, again he was he was sedated and brought into surgery uh but not before being interviewed by the charleston police department and from this conversation they were able to learn um the following about Leroy's assailant Um, He was a white male with a dark complexion, slim face, dark medium length hair and glasses. Uh, Leroy claimed he did not know the identity of the person who shot him. That Um, sounds like the guy that got um, the beetle. And he, yeah, and he could not (laughs) think of anyone who would want to cause him harm. Although he did mention that he thought the shooter could have been um, across from the bar where he and his date were speaking with friends earlier in the evening. Mm. So I think that sounds like the people who were going to attack him were in the bar watching him. So do we think it was a crime of opportunity? Like he came in and they were like, aha, yeah, now's my time. I just got to bite it. Either that or they wanted to make sure that somebody was already out of the car so that it would be a lot quicker. Because, I mean, the process of getting out of the car would draw his attention. He would probably mm-hmm. hear it and look back. Um, and they didn't They didn't want to take a chance on missing him. So I would bet um, someone was in the car. Uh-huh. While he, while this person who shot him was in the bar and followed him out when he left, that way they okay. could just shoot, jump in the car and take off. There would be no delay um, of any type. And it's not the friend he was supposed to meet that never showed no. up. At least according to him, it was not. Um, despite the best efforts of the medical team, um, Leroy succumbed to his injuries at 4.57 a.m. on November 13th at 62 years old. Um, his death put the Charleston PD into full homicide investigation mode. Um, But what started out as a pretty straightforward investigation soon turned into a convoluted web of secrets and a seemingly double life blurred by a public facade that he put on. Okay. Um, Rumors started to kind of swirl everywhere about a revolving door of women from Gorman's apartment, accusations of sexual assault in the workplace, Um, And homemade pornography films. Um, He could have actually started to to get quite an extensive laundry list of enemies because he was uh, a bit of a uh, dirty old man, a bit of a dirty old man. (laughs) Um, So a lot of um, a lot of 
curiosity stemmed from his recent takeover of the First National Bank of South Charleston. Um, it was known by it was known that many stockholders lost hundreds of thousands of dollars in that takeover, oh, um, and he could have been taken out by angry stockholders or angry boyfriends. Yep. Um, and police are no closer today to solving this crime than they were in uh, in the 1980s. Um, so at this point, they still don't know who did it. Uh, what you heard me tell you about the assailant is everything that we know as far as the description of the assailant. Nobody else saw this? Nope. Didn't describe the car? So like, here, license he, plate? Nothing? Well, there is a description of the car, so I'll give you that really quick. So okay. as far as his assailant, again, let's go over what we already know. And there's also a height listed here. Okay. So described as being a Caucasian male, thick eyebrows, dark medium length hair, glasses, full mustache, and between 5'8 and 5'10. He was wearing mm -hmm. a white button-down shirt with a dark colored jacket. But now, I mean, we're talking, it's been 41 years the thing, since this The happened. thing that always gets me about, about descriptions is when people describe the assailant's clothing. Yeah, like they're, yeah. Like, like they're, they're not gonna change. <laughs> exactly. Like, he could be wearing um, a tutu right now for all. Uh, yeah, we know. he's he's still wearing uh, that same white button down. Yeah, same one. He he <laughs> he bought it. He bought it on November 11th of 1982. It was his favorite shirt then. It's his favorite shirt now. Get off his back about it. Okay? <laughs> um, here's what we know about the assailant's vehicle. It was um, get this gray, brown, or beige. Uh, it was a Chevrolet Monte Carlo or a Pontiac Grand Prix. Grand Prix. Those are the same body style, basically. So okay. that makes total sense. That's it would be then. like saying a Dart versus a Valiant. They're the exact same car. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> older, uh, an older model, such as an early '70s. Um, the vehicle uh, exited the Stake and L parking lot and turned left onto Ferry Street in Charleston. But again, we're not sure. There is. An artist rendering of what the shooter looked like, and he literally looked like every other person doing coke in 1982. Um, it is, uh, yeah, it's you know, looks like a 70s porn it, star. I was gonna say it looks like the sketch you get of pedophiles. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna share this picture so you guys can see. Uh, <laughs> It's it's wild. It's absolutely wild. Um, Operation Juice Box would be after this man if he if he were walking around looking. <laughs> we're like gonna this post right that now. on our page, and Operation yeah. Juice Box is gonna be like, I'm gonna get that guy. Don't even worry we're about get, it. We're gonna get him. We're gonna get him. <laughs> all right, that is all I have for today. I thought this was an interesting one. We don't do a lot of, um, you know, West Virginia doesn't have a lot of like gangland style murder. This is this was an assassination. I mean, mm -hmm. they they assassinated him. They did, and and it could be one of the many women that he made homemade pornos with uh, who had husbands who were angry it could be um it could be one of the people that he that how he... often are we on the side of the like not the victim mm -hmm. <laughs> because i don't know that i'm really i feel super bad about it yeah once you find out that he um i've read a little bit more about that acquisition of mm -hmm. of the bank that, that his bank took over and apparently it was very ugly um and there were a lot of stockholders from that bank that felt like they were really given the short end of the stick now is that the the, the insolvent bank's fault yes it is but is it also the people that that acquired it and made sure that they got no money um probably probably 
But that's all I have for today. I thought this was an interesting one to bring to the table. Um, it was nice and like it was a, a pretty pretty easy to tell story. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you want to hear more like these, let me know because I really like covering these. I don't know why. I've I always, liked it. Yeah, I've always been a fan of these. All right, so that's all I have. All right, guys. Um, stay creepy, but not not this... as creepy as this. Yeah, guy. we're gonna show you the picture. You're gonna you're gonna love this guy. You're gonna be a fan. All right, stay creepy. <laughs>